You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. And I'm Clint. Welcome back to another episode of Locked On Bulldogs here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Uh, We're back to doing kind of what we uh, do almost without being asked to. And that's giving Mm -hmm. our thoughts, our opinions Mm -hmm. on players Mm -hmm. um, and where they might be in the NFL. We we do this quite often. We just kind of give our thoughts and opinions. Uh, But this time we're going to have something to go up against. Normally it's just Daniel and I battling it out with each other. Yeah. But today's episode, we're going to bring in Brooks Austin a la his articles, which are going to let you know where you can find these here in a second. And give our reactions to him and you might be able to have the same reaction or different reactions. And I guarantee you, this just in... Some of you huh? are not going to What's like that? our takes. Oh, no. Yeah. How could that be, I, Well, How? Daniel, if I know you and I, we, we kind of How could it be? Um, hey, if um, th- quick, quick, tell the people who we're not so we can tell the people who Brooks is. There we go. Daniel <laughs> and I are not gurus or insiders by any stretch of the imagination. We are fans, and, and fandom comes with its own certain type of flavor, Daniel. Um, That's right. We have our own rules. We have our own rules. Mm-hmm. Brooks Austin is, is a guru. Yeah. Okay? That's he, correct. He spends yeah, time cor- in front of film. He breaks down players. He talks to people in the industry. Daniel and I talk to ourselves. Um, and you. And you. We're here. So if Which you're podcast, you might be in the industry. We don't know all of you. There's lots of you that listen look, to the show. Look, if you want to cite us, you go right ahead. You footnote us all you want. I think technically speaking, we are the industry. Yeah, no, we are the industry, <laughs> just, Daniel. That's <laughs> Yep. Okay. Well, we're the, we're the guy that's like, we got to fight the man. And then somebody's like, hey, you know, you're the man. You're like, the that's, man. That's, like, you, oh. that's you. Oh, oh dang. dang. Shoot. Okay. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the podcast. If you're new, you found Daniel and Clint. We are very, very much in UGA fandom. We're all up in our feels about it. Uh, and we want your fandom to increase as our fandom increases. We're not gurus or insiders by any stretch of the imagination, but fans first and foremost. That's correct, and so welcome, as Clint said. Um, uh, subscribe to the show. Leave us a five-star rating and review um, on Apple Podcasts specifically. That helps us out a bunch. And email us, LockedOnBulldogs at gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter at Dogs Podcast. We'd love to know your thoughts and opinions and your takes on our takes. Uh, as Clint said, we'll be, we're referencing um, uh, – <clears throat> SI.com articles um, written by the great Brooks Austin has been a guest on our show. We should say right off the jump because I just realized as we were setting this up, um, you we exclusively reference articles written by people on the internet, Clint, in a negative fashion. <laughs> Like this is it's yes. it's one of the cornerstones yes. of our program. We is a we segment is a, seek out Barrett Salee's cold takes. Okay. Yes, is a segment on our show called "Dumb Things We Read on the Internet." I just want to be painfully upfront uh-huh. and say this is not that. Brooks Austin we, is the, good, good dude. These are these are absolutely. Top-notch articles, and so go to this the Fan Nation site, the Dogs Daily Fan Nation site. It's it's part of SI.com. Brooks um, writes there and is um, a, a prominent personality there, and so you'll be able to find him um, easily if you uh, search for these articles. But we're going to break down three 
of the people that he breaks down um, who are making the leap to the NFL. And we're going to start with Richard LeCount, Clint, probably the most beloved Georgia Bulldog on this team. Hands down. I'm going to I'm going to keep going and I'm going to end with a question mark and you tell me agree or disagree. Probably the most beloved Georgia Bulldog this decade. Man. I... Wow. Fans, let us know what you think. Let us know is Richard LeCount generally the most beloved Georgia Bulldog? In the last, from 2010 to 2020, if you if you don't think so, tell us who you think the fan base generally likes more. Because I would argue he's right there. I'm telling you, he's up there. Most beloved this decade. Once you get into the like 20 year window, you it's going to yeah. be real tough because that's where your David Pollock's, your David Greens, you know, way back in the early 2000s start to come in, and you got you got some real competition there, but. Um, all right, Clint. Richard LeCount, um, get us started. What's Brooks have to say in this article, and how do we feel? Let's talk about his strengths, first and foremost. So if you go to SI.com, Brooks Austin's got this all going on. Like Daniel said, you go to Dog Daily, all the good stuff. We're going to get links to it. Uh, Richard LeCount has been elite in several years for this. His ball production. He's forced 14 turnovers on defense, seven interceptions, seven fumbles. Uh, and he is solely responsible for half of those, as Brooks says. Um, what he does really well is he has this instinctual ability to put his nose to the ball. Some might call it high football IQ, Daniel, is what people on the inside of the industry say that. Uh, instincts. He's fast. He has good head. Uh, he's dedicated. He loves, Daniel, he just loves football. Like, there's no he does. doubt about it. He loves he does. football. And he's pretty dang good at it. So that's he, a nice that's a nice combination. He real good at it. Uh, mm-hmm. Daniel, his weaknesses is that he is not the biggest safety nor the fastest safety. 5'11, 185. He might get up to 195. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know if his frame could take it. Who knows? Uh, he plays hard nose, but he plays definitely above his weight and height. And he's not gonna be the fastest. Other people are gonna run faster than that. And so Brooks pontificates that he's more like a Buddha Baker a Tyron Matthew or somebody else uh, not going to be uh, Earl Thomas. Earl Thomas, I don't know if you guys know for the longest time, Seahawks, he's just back there and you couldn't get a pass. You could not throw a pass behind Earl Thomas. That's not mm-hmm. Richard LeCount. Richard LeCount is going to need to be 7 to 12 yards off the ball, not 20 to really, really play mm. effectively. And so Brooks says that he is more than likely going to go somewhere near the end of the second round, Daniel. What say you to this? Well, I don't disagree with any of the um, assessment necessarily. I do think his size will play a factor in the NFL, but I also think Richard can play in the NFL. Now you get him back yep. there. You get him back there in a. Um, <clears throat> you, you get him back there in a not necessarily a center field type of a role, as Brooks said, but you you, you get him back on the back end, uh, maybe covering uh, a slot, um, or something like that. I think he's going to have the ability to play. I do think that um, the injury, the accident, the second half of the season probably hurt his draft stock quite a bit mm-hmm. uh, because I think a team taking him is taking him as a playmaker but 
The problem with Richard is that he's not also a punt returner or he's not also a kick returner. He, he's a safety through and through and through, and uh, that's kind of it. And so you're really counting on him being able to develop into an every-down type of player if you're going to take him in the first or second round. I think there's a chance he falls even lower than that, Clint. I really do. Absolutely. Um, he's more akin. He He's kind of like that Jabril Peppers kind of safety, Daniel, if you will, out of Michigan. Hmm. Uh, playing for the Giants. If he can find that niche, I, I think someone gets a steal. Because this dude just ball hawks. It's kind of like, you remember Zach Thomas for the Miami Dolphins? He like led the league uh-huh. every single year in tackles. But the dude was like 5'10 and like 225. Yeah. His size doesn't bother me nearly as much as... And I don't think it's going to bother... It's going to scare some people away, but the NFL the NFL's changing. It's changing. It's evolving. So, like, if you don't think... A little short, shrimpy wide receiver, That's, or mm-hmm. a, a little Cole tiny Beasley. dude on the back end. Yeah, like if you don't think these guys, like you, there's been too much evidence to contradict that. If you can play, you can play. You're gonna play. In the, you might not be able to play quarterback, but if you can play, generally you can play. So. That's exactly right. They have gone through a transformation, just like our 2002 Honda Civic has gone through its transformation, mm-hmm. Daniel. Yeah, um, we put that Toyota emblem on there. Now now people are tempted to pay a third too much for it. So that's that's why you put that thing on there, and now all of a sudden people just want to overpay for that car. And we say, no, it's a Honda Civic, and they say, I don't care. It, don't it care. looks expensive. That's exactly right. Uh, that 2002 Honda Civic that we are upgrading to a Toyota hybrid Civic uh, is getting all <laughs> of its right. parts. <laughs> All of its parts from rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is the place that you're going to find all the parts your car will ever need. Regardless if you have a two-wheel drive, a four-wheel drive, a pickup truck, a car. If you need reliably low prices and you need them directly to your door and you need somebody besides Ryan with a silent E at the end of his name coming up to you and Mm -hmm. banging on you for all sorts of things you don't need at the auto parts store, that's where Rock Auto comes into play. Let them know we sent you by putting locked into the how did you hear about us section. That would help us out. It would help you out because you're going to get the parts your car needs. RockAuto.com. Every part your car will ever need. Next on our list of player profiles that Brooks Austin over at SI.com has given us is Monty Rice. Daniel. Monty Rice. Okay. Uh, now, quick, let's, let's go ahead and cut to the chase. Um, who do we think is a better mm-hmm. player, Monty Rice or okay. Richard LeCount? Monty Rice is better at football. Okay, there we go. Daniel and I both agree. Monty Rice, uh, now he's he's kind of, we're going to get to his strengths and weaknesses here in a hold second. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We just got a one-star review from Trevor. Oh. He just, Trevor just left us a one-star review. I'm not it's, sure. I haven't read it yet, but I but I suspect I know what it says. We, we know. We mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Um, here are the strengths for Mr. Monty Rice. Uh, Can I guess? Him. It's go ahead. It's when he touches you, you fall to the ground. Is oh, that one of is. the strengths? Uh, it's certainly yeah. one of the strengths we've seen. Yeah. Okay. Um, he led the team in tackles with 89. He can he can he has that IQ where he's able to get off blocks, fill gaps, as Brooks says, uh, and he is an elite run defender at the linebacker position. Weaknesses. Playing out in space is not his game. A bunch of times you saw that hockey lineup switch. We're on third down, long situations, passing situations. He would find his way out of the game. 
and somebody else would come in. Uh, and that is not really the NFL anymore. We talked about changing. And so the draft projection that Brooks Austin gives is third round for Monty Rice. Daniel, what's your reaction to this? Uh, I honestly think it, it could be even lower than third round for Monty Rice again. But it should be higher. Monty Rice will be a steal in whatever round he is taken in. He is not the most physically gifted athlete to ever play football in the NFL. But he's very good at football. Clint, who's better? Who's the better middle linebacker? Tay Crowder or Monty Rice? Monty Rice. Okay. Who who played all but Mm -hmm. two games? For the New York Giants. Who played in all but two games for the New York Giants? And forced a fumble, and I think, didn't he get a touchdown along the way somewhere? Uh, Or he was Uh, close. I'm not sure. I do know know in week 17, he had 11 tackles, including a tackle for a loss. Tay Crowder. Okay. Okay. Monty Rice better than him. Uh, Sorry. Not right now. Right Right now. So you give him a year in the league, you're talking about far superior better Mm -hmm. monty rice is going to make some who's uh you you live or you you follow uh atlanta falcons a little bit who's that linebacker that like nobody wanted to take for the falcons gosh she like led the i I, Uh, all of you on the podcast right now are screaming at me i don't don't follow the i don't follow falcons you said i follow the falcons which is maybe the most generous thing that anyone's ever said about me because uh I haven't watched an NFL game in quite some time. Yeah, so neither of us have. Not. But I know there's some cat, and you're, you're screaming at us. So on Twitter, let us know. Uh, because we have two loves in there, UGA basketball and UGA football. Um, someone is mm-hmm. going to underappreciate Monty Rice. Third round, fourth round, maybe I could see him going in the fourth. I could even see him going in the fifth, to be completely honest to you. Whatever team gets him will have an instant plug-and-play linebacker. And as Brooks came back, he followed up this with getting another take. Um he is elite in one other regard, making tackles mm. in open field. Again, we call it Monty places hand on you, you go down. Mm-hmm. You fall to the ground. And that, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, is the goal of defensive football? That's it. Okay. So he's good at that part. Now, all the other parts, like, um, I don't know, the shuttle drill. Like, how, how's he going to do in the... We tell, we had this conversation the other day. The yeah. NFL Combine's been canceled. And so now nobody's going to know who the weight room hero is on the... You're only going to be able to base your decisions off of who's good at football. That's good for Monty Rice. Very I'll say that right game now. Game film is your evaluation. Monty because Rice excels. Monty Rice plays against the best athletes in the country, in the SEC. He goes up against the likes of Najee Harris year in and year out, and um, he looks good doing it, Clint. Now, do you want him out running in space, covering somebody? I don't. No, of course you do not. In today's NFL, as a linebacker, you need to be able to do that as a middle linebacker. So Monty Rice should not – we're not saying he's a first-round talent. We're not saying that he's going to be an all-pro linebacker. All right? That's not – he's not necessarily that kind of a linebacker. He's going to be a very solid – very good contributor on an NFL team for years to come. Um, and that is as close to a lock as Georgia has in this draft class. 100%.
Uh, hey, we have one more to get to you, one more player profile that we're going to get back to. Um, but I don't know if you understand this. Uh, you can bet on anything, including the NFL draft, Daniel. Sure. So you want to you want to take Monty Rice and his draft positioning, third round, fourth round, fifth round. You, you can find get, it. You can get action on that. I'm telling you right now. Uh, now here's the thing that we've been telling you for months. Don't go over to Sal at your local diner who has the newspaper and start making bets with him. It's going to end. No, he'll murder you. you. He will he'll literally murder, murder you. you if you don't pay up. So okay. don't do that. Don't cool. do that. Get away no. from that. Go to BetOnline.ag. It's going to be a safe place for you to get your betting. It's going to be responsible. It's going to be reliable, and you're going to get off the sidelines instead of just watching these sports like basketball is coming up. March Madness in a couple months. Hello. Come on now. Come on Hello. now. By the that's way, the, that's the holy grail. That's the holy grail of that betting. Is, I don't know if you, it really is. It's guys. where things get real in a hurry. Go over to betonline.ag. Let them know we sent you by putting locked on the promo code, and they're going to give you fifty percent extra deposit. Whatever you deposit, half of that they're going to give you in free money. You put down five hundred, they're going to give you two fifty. You put down a hundred, they're going to give you fifty. Whatever amount you put on, they're going to add fifty to it with locked on promo code. Betonline.ag. Get there, get off the sidelines, and get in the action. One more player profile before we end today's show, Daniel. Uh, and that is going to be Ben Cleveland. Okay. Ben Cleveland, we just talked about Monty Rice is going to benefit from the NFL Combine being canceled because all you have to do now is go turn on the game tape and watch a guy play football Let's talk about somebody who might not benefit from the NFL Combine being canceled. <laughs> uh, ben Cleveland. Okay, because this dude in the weight room, he can do it all, Clint. When this dude steps off the bus, he looks like a first-round NFL draft pick. He looked like that when he was 17 years old and he committed to Georgia. That's exactly right. right? This a grown man, and he... He is shaped in a way that humans aren't shaped naturally. But what about the football, Clint? Well, he does one thing extremely well, Daniel. Like, mm -hmm. beyond well. And that is, uh -huh. that is pushing a human who is in front of him further down the field. See big man, move big man. Correct. That's Ben Cleveland. That's it. Uh... Now, if you ask him to maybe protect on a blitz and read that and diagnose that and trade off a stunting inside defense interior lineman who's going on the outside and pick up mm. somebody else, it's, it's not going to be good. No. You don't want big Ben Cleveland out in space. No. You don't want him on a screen. You don't really even want him to pull. You just... So he's limited in his ability to do those things. And those are those are essential qualities of an offensive lineman. So where does that where does that leave our boy Ben? Where does well, that leave us? Uh, he was again Brooks talks about all those strengths we just got done talking about. He was gonna set some record for bench. I don't know what the record is, but he was gonna break it. Um, 700 reps at 1 million pounds. Sure. That's my prediction. Uh, Brooks Austin has him going in the third or fourth round. And Daniel, I, I can see this one happening, and here's why. Okay? Uh-huh. I can actually mm -hmm. see Ben third. I, he might go higher than Monty. He might 
man, if if Richard doesn't have good uh, uh, interviewing or whatever happens, the scheme fit doesn't go. I could actually see Ben being the second guy taken off the board for UGA because some somebody's going to look at his measures. They're just going to look at the measurables mm-hmm. and be like, oh. Uh, wait a second, a la one other UGA offensive lineman who went in the first round. That's that's what I was going to say, guys. The two words, Isaiah Wilson. There you go. Guys, because who has better tape, Ben Cleveland or Isaiah Wilson? Ben Cleveland. Okay. Ben Cleveland's tape, not that great. But it's better than Isaiah Wilson's. And Isaiah Wilson was the first round NFL draft pick. Ben Cleveland, he's going to find his way into the second round, I believe, in this draft. He might find his way into the first round in this draft. He plays guard, not tackle, and so that's less likely. Um, but Ben Cleveland's going to find his way into the second round. The New round England Patriots, I forget what year it was. Logan Mankins was this kid out of Fresno State. Okay, Fre- Fresno State. The state of Fresno. That's okay. not a real state. There's no state um, that's called Fresno, but sure. I'll and, allow you to continue, uh, I guess. He was fishing when he got drafted, Daniel, mm-hmm. and by the Patriots. Like, no one told him to watch that day. Like 21st overall or whatever it was. And he had a great career, won Super Bowls, all that good stuff. Um, because they just don't make humans that big and that strong. That's what Ben right. has going for him. That's correct. That is correct. And so... Um, this Ben's a guy that's easy to cheer for. Yes, he is. But but I'll be cheering for him. but I mean, we'll just like if if you want to be the realist, I would categorize Ben Cleveland's UGA career as a disappointment, and that might be unfair to him because he came in with these five star expectations, right. and that's you kind right. of you see him and you expect him to be first round. You know, like if you're drafting recruits, he would have been a first round pick in terms of like he was. A mega recruit when he signed for Georgia. And you looked at his body of work and you said, well, this kid, he can't miss. That's right. Um, and and so a bit of a disappointing Georgia career. Still a good Georgia career. Still a part of some really good teams and a key contributor on those really good teams. Hope he has a great NFL career. But this might be a situation, unlike Monty Rice, where a team maybe sleeps on him and then is pleasantly surprised. This might be a more of a he's taken a little bit high and then needs to develop in the NFL uh, for a couple of years. That's exactly right. Hey, come back tomorrow where another basketball game is on the horizon. We are going to preview that and then come back next week. Uh, this has been Locked on Bulldogs and Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. We'll see you then. See ya.